0: For coming out this morning and those of our viewers in the world, we want to thank you. We're going to be coming out of the book of Genesis, the first chapter, verse 28. That's where we're going to be coming from this morning. The Lord has a powerful and revelatory word for you, as usual. And I'm praying that your focus will be on hearing what God. Has to say through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The title of our message this morning is To Be Fruitful and to Multiply. Uh, We discussed on Wednesday night, we did a special uh, live streaming broadcast into the world and we entitled it The Gifts and the Calling of God. And we're going to piggyback on that and we're going to take it even further today. So that we can get a glimpse of a kingdom message that God wants us. Not a church message, but a kingdom message. One that transforms lives and causes us to obliterate those things in us that's not proper. Amen? Now, I want to, uh, before we get going, I want everybody to um, kind of get yourselves together. and Because when the word of the Lord is going forth. We, we need to have done all our preliminaries. And I want you parents to deal with your children. And then I won't have to. Amen? Amen. Because when the Word of God is going forth, I told you all as I told you before, this is God's house. And many leaders don't keep God's house straight. But I do. I do it because we need to learn and understand that the respect of the Lord has to be shown forth. There is no friends in this pulpit with me. Amen? Understood. Okay. Be fruitful and multiply. The word be fruitful means to increase. We know that. The word multiply means to become exceedingly great. So God gave us a command to be fruitful, which is to increase, and to multiply, which means to become great. With the increase should come greatness. And we as Christians, we don't understand that God has placed greatness in us. So what we've done is we've settled for average. We have settled for a watered-down word, an elementary word. We have settled for the, as uh, Minister Vernon would say, we've settled for the crumbs. we settled for the crumbs instead of the whole loaf. Or better yet, the place where the loaves are made. Because he's given us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So to be fruitful and to multiply simply means to increase and to become great with it. Amen? Okay. Foundation is dealt with. Now, let's go to the book of Genesis twenty-two 17. You'll see it backwards up there. That's my fault. Just reverse it. Just reverse it. Genesis 22, 17. Verses 17. I want to get into the mindset of God here. Genesis 22. Verses. 17. Amen. Tell me when you get there everybody. Amen. Hear the word of the Lord. He's talking to Abraham here. And he tells Abraham. He says. Verse 17. That in blessing. I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sands which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess. Listen to this. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. You see, and we're always thinking that our enemies... It's something that's outside of us. But God is talking about an internal enemy here. You see, you can't conquer anything out there until you conquer some things in here. Amen? I mean, too many times we are focusing on the outward when we should be focusing on the inward. You see? And that's where the problem comes in with our growth. Is because we're focusing in on the wrong thing. Now, the word here, that in blessing, the word blessing here means prosperity. God wants us to prosper in him. So he says, with prosperity, blessing, I will bless or prosper you. You understand? See, God wants to, through his prosperity, God wants to prosper us. And it's not just the physical things. All this stuff comes later. He wants to bless us spiritually because he's already told us in the book of Ephesians that he gave us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Everything come, every good and perfect gift from above, from the Father of life, and it's no turning or variableness in it. It's straight from him, straight into us. I say it straight into us. So instead of us looking to God for the good and perfect gift, we're looking for all of this stuff that's parallel out here in the world. And we're never being satisfied with it. Our lives are still jacked up. Our pocketbooks are still jacked up because we continue not to hear what the word of the Lord is spoken to us. We continue to desire to do things the wrong way instead of doing it the right way. The Bible says, and I'm going to say it again, that through the word of God is the word established, and through the mouth of the prophet will you prosper. Amen. So if you don't believe what I preach, guess what? You will not prosper. Amen. What good does it do you to come and hear it and then go on and do it your way? What you coming for? Do you think I come here to play church? I come here to change people's lives Amen. with the authority of God's word. I said the authority. You see, I'm not a hireling. I'm free to preach the word of God. Amen. Praise God for that. Amen. Praise God for that. I'm free to preach God's word. So here we are here. And it said, now I'm going to prosper you. With my prosperity, that is that in blessing, I'm going to bless thee. And in multiplying, uh uh-oh, didn't that word multiply, be fruitful and multiply, didn't it say multiply means to become great? So in multiplying, mm, I will multiply thy seeds. In other words, I'm going to make you great. With the prosperity that I give you, it's going to enlarge your territory. It's going to multiply. In other words, it's going to take you from faith to faith, to glory to glory. It's going to expand you. It's going to multiply through multiplication, through greatness, through what God is doing in our life. See, that's why I challenge people up in there. I won't allow them to remain the same. I will keep pushing you until I either push you higher or push you out that door. That's why we got such a high rate of turnover. I'm not here to play church with you. You can do that down the street. Lives have to be changed. Word of God goes on and it says here. That in multiply, in greatness, will I multiply or make great thy seed. And I'm going to do it as the stars of heaven And as the sand which is upon the sea. And your seed, thy seed, shall possess the gate of his enemies. Listen to me. There are a lot of enemies within you. You see, what God did is, that seed that God gives, that seed, he says he's going to multiply it. In other words, he's going to make it great. That's what he said, right? That seed is that perfect gift that God gives in us. You understand? Every gift, every perfect gift, is from above. Every gift is nothing but a seed that God gives us. That's all it is. So, what God does is, God gives us this seed, these seeds. And He gives it to us so that we can become and expand our territory. It will become greatness, you know. So. What God did was God placed a spiritual seed in us called the kingdom of God. If y'all don't know that the kingdom of God is within you, go to 17, Luke 17, 21, and you'll see that the kingdom of God is not something that you see, but it's within you. Amen. That's right. And that's what Jesus taught on. Jesus didn't teach on church doctrine. Jesus taught on the kingdom of God. You need to read your Bible. Go there to Acts 1, 3. Don't do it now, but write it down. And go and see what Jesus taught on. Go to the gospel and see what Jesus taught on. Go to Paul and see what Paul taught on. Kingdom, 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 kingdom. That's all they knew. Kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven, respectively. Talking about what's inside of you. So God took that perfect gift, that seed, that good thing, called the kingdom of God. And he placed what he likes. Because wherever a kingdom is, there's a king, right? You keep fooling around up in that kingdom and you're going to meet the king. Y'all don't hear me. I say if you keep fooling around up in that kingdom, you're going to mess around and meet the king. Because what's going to happen is that some of his soldiers are going to arrest you and bring you to the king and let you know, hey, this is the way we do it here. You understand what I'm saying? See, that's the king's mission, you know. He'll bring you one night with the king one night. Now, this spiritual seed that God placed in us, God says now, I'm going to multiply that thing. In other words, from the seed, that's going to come the development of other seeds. So, I'm going to multiply that thing in you, and I'm going to make you great with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make that which is in you, I'm going to make it great. And when it do, What I'm going to do is is because I placed that good thing that I love the most, my kingdom, I placed it in a thing that I hate the worst, the flesh. You didn't get it. So that alone causes an enemy. A war between the spirit and the flesh. Right or wrong? Uh Now. Because of the war between the spirit and the flesh, God took the seed, knowing that the seed has to be challenged. See, you plant a seed in the ground, you've heard it before. You plant a seed in the ground, it's attacked by the ground, the ingredients in the ground, because it has to burst open and germinate, right? Without conflict, there is no growth. Mm, You didn't get that either, did you? Without conflict, there is no growth. So, why do you think God said all things work for the good? Y'all know the rest of it. Why do you think God said be thankful and all thankful? This is the will of God in Christ concerning the will of God. That nothing matter what it is that you're going through. It's all because of the will of God. It's the will of God in you. So he said, now be thankful for it. Well, it's hard to be thankful when all hell is breaking loose in you. And in your home. And, and, and all in your life. You know, it's hard to lift them, you know holy hands, and, and really mean thank you. But, it's decreed in the Bible that we ought to give thanks in all things, not some things. Not, say, not just the good and the easy things, but in all things. So, the word of God goes on here, and the word of God says that as this seed becomes great in you, as I multiply it in you, what it's going to do is, it's going to possess that enemy in you called the things of the flesh. It's going to possess it. In other words, it's going to take it. Because after all, if you look at the dirt, that's where all the wealth is. Everything that we love because we come from the earth are the things that we run after. I often use your helophones often use your iPad. You ever you ever notice that they keep putting this thing iPad. I, I, I. See, see that's that demon. That's that demon con- condition y'all to go I. That's your problem. you too caught up on what we call selfish. Too caught co- I. I. Put no God before me. I. They should have called it a God pad, but they call it a, I. I. But where did it come from? The ingredients of it came from out of the earth. The ingredients for the money that you're crazy about and everybody else is crazy about came out the earth. You know, everything that we love, the gold, everything, you know, everything that we love came out the earth. Because that's what we're drawn to. Why? Because that's where we come from. You see? So God took it and he placed the seed inside of it, right? He took something that he loved. And put it in something that he hates. Mm. He's a funny God, ain't he? His ways are, his ways are past finding out. We, we can't figure him out. But he does things peculiar. So anytime everybody running over here to that way, where, where all the mass is going, hollering, lift your, go the other way. Run like the devil. Huh,
1: that's right.
0: You better run like the devil. Because God got a few prophets in the earth. That's still speaking the holy word of God. He got a few of us left, it's just a few. But he got a whole lot of them idol worshippers with them big names, them superstars. Mm,
1: that's right.
0: That come out of their philosophical versions of the word. Mm. But they never take you to the word and get you to open that Bible and see what thus saith the Lord. is what they say. And they're good at making that thing sound so good and so sweet. That you believe that it's actually written in the Bible. you believe it. Mm-hmm. So so he's saying now, when I start multiplying this thing in you, what's going to happen is some things are going to begin to take place. I'm going to start possessing that wealth that I've got in that earthen vessel. That thing that, 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 that's an enemy to you, or to, that's an enemy to the kingdom of God. He said, now, when I start multiplying this seed in you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take it. And because you're with me, and you're my seed, you're going to take it. It's going to be a benefit for you. So that which was your enemy has now become your servant. Instead of you, Uh uh-oh, in one night with the king, Israel went from being poor to being rich. In one night, the ones that kept them in bondage for over 400 years was all of a sudden giving them all of their riches. Ooh, the wealth of the son is laid up for me. I'm putting my name on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking this thing on me. uh -uh. Uh-uh. It was laid up for me. Now, you got to get your own. You understand what I'm saying? I'll teach you how to get it. But you got to get it for yourself. Your head is hard and you won't listen because you keep trying to do it. <laughs> Haven't you learned? By... <laughs> I won't get back up. Yeah. How would you learn by now that if you don't do it God's way it ain't gonna work? I mean... Am I talking to anybody in here? Amen. Raise your hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause we still doing the thing crazy, you know. So here's God. And he said, now as I make you great, I'm gonna allow you to possess the gates of your enemies. In other words, you're gonna take it. You possess the gates, you got the entrance. You declare what go in and what come out. In other words, It's in your possession. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now watch this. I'm going to give y'all some stuff here. Before I go over here to Jesus. Because I'm going to show you this thing. That Jesus did. How he did it. The way he did it. You've never been taught it before. You do what you want to with it. Here's the deal. I'm going to do a little preliminary here for you. To help you get you structured right. I saw some things on the movie the other night. You know, Hollywood can teach you a lot of things. It can teach you a whole lot of things. It just don't hardly teach you what you don't need to do. They got some smart folk. God got some folk out there. God got some folk out there. And see, while y'all running around here hollering about heaven is for real, you need to be going seeing some of them things, the other stuff that they got out there that's really got a real message. And here's the deal. Because ain't nobody went to heaven and come back. Come to the world. So that's a lie. Folks talking about I've been to heaven. No, you ain't. You ain't been to heaven and saw no Jesus and came back here to tell nobody. Once you cross that board, that's it. If If you ain't done, you need to read your Bible. You need to read your Bible. See, so you've been believing all that religious stuff. Once you check up out of here, there's no crossing back until we come back on that, on that great white horse in here behind you. You understand what I'm saying? You better read your Bible. You need to check yourself before y'all start just believing anything that, that folk put out and they call it Christian. I don't care what you believe. I'm telling you, I believe what the book says. I believe what the book says. Now, here's the deal. We're using about 10% of our mind, right? 10%. That's what makes us human. Here's what Jesus did. Now, when we get to the point of 20%, we start losing our human abilities. In other words, we don't feel the same emotionally. We don't love the same. We start dropping our humanity See, that's why we're just at 10% right now. But as we go from faith to faith, to glory to glory, our mind, that's why I say being renewed in the spirit of your mind, that's in the book. I'm teaching you the book, Ephesians 4.23, being renewed from faith to faith, to glory to glory, gives us the ability to grow in this thing. Our mind becomes more like God. And less like man. Now this is a little scary now. Are you, are you really ready for what God has for you? <laughs> because as your mind expands more and more in Christ. Didn't he say, let this mind be in you? Do you realize that his mind was the God mind? Do you realize what he's saying there? Do you not realize that if you're a child of God, when you grow up, what you're going to be? Well, if you got, it's in the book. It's in the book. Psalm 82, what? 82 6. No, you're not a year of God, children are the most high, you're die dying men. Don't you know that over in First John, that the book says, even though we don't know what we should be, but we know we'll be like him. Like Amen. who? Like God. When He comes, First John, third chapter, verse one and two. Read the book. Amen. Right. Read the book. Read the book with some understanding. See what God is saying. Let the Spirit teach you. Don't be scared to be a child of God. When you grow up, what you God? God made us God over this earth till we gave it to Satan. That's right. That's right. He made us in the image and the likeness of Him. In the image of who? God we run around here hollering by the iPad. Oh, we think so low. We think so low. And I'm trying to get us up there. But we got to break all this religion. All this fallacy that we've been taught. All this denominational crap. We got to break all this look at your neighbor. We got so much stuff that we got to break through to the people who want to hear it. Must be a lot of them. For us to be going in over 100 million people every week. It must be a whole lot of people want to hear the truth. Amen. Must be a whole lot of them. Must be. So I'm saying to myself. I'm saying God. So, as we, as we, so we start losing our capacity to be human. And as we go on up. In the opening of our mind. What happens is, is that we become not a man anymore. You see, it's like a cocoon. We're in a cocoon. We're like a butterfly. Butterfly don't look like a butterfly. When you're a caterpillar, oh, y'all don't get it.
1: Come on, that's
0: right. I'm trying to teach y'all truth up in here. You, this is a supernatural book. Amen. God is a supernatural God. If we are his offsprings, we are supernatural.
1: Amen, that's right.
0: We run around here, cutting, doing wheelies, and cutting old flips over chairs and stuff like something crazy, and God got so much for us. And what is this? What is it? So, so, so as this thing gets higher and higher, 40%, 50%, 60%, and then, and then when you reach 100%, oh, God. You know, that's the final salvation. That's the the marriage supper action. You know, the final sanctification. The marriage supper action. You 100% then. Now, you don't know nothing about being no human no more. You done turned into the eternal, just like him. Mm -hmm. So when Jesus was walking on the water... He was, ca- he was hitting at about 60% then. Now he could hit at 100 anytime he wanted to. Anytime he wanted to. Now don't, don't get him wrong. But he didn't have to operate at 100 all the time down here. Because see, you can't operate on 100 on this left. He only did that when he had to. But at about 60, you see this figure walking across the water. Pitting him scared. You know, they think it's a ghost. But when they tried to throw him off... The clear and stone him. Y'all remember when he walked right through? He was doing it at a hundred. He, he opened up a hundred on him. In other words, he became the invisible. Good God. You see what I'm saying? He opened that thing up. See, And that's what God is trying to get us to understand. That we got to learn how to go beyond the 10%. And the only way that we can do that is through that word there. And once we find the mysteries of that word, then God begins to do a work in us, you see. And that thing that's inside of us, he said, I'll make you great. I'll make you great. But you can't be afraid of this thing. I'll make you great. So this is what Jesus does. Jesus, he goes over here. Watch what he does. Go to, let's see, Matthew. Go to Matthew 14. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Matthew 14. Verses 14 through 20, I believe. Are we there? Now, here's the deal. Watch this. The Bible said, we're talking about the feeding of the 5,000. Look what Jesus did. And Jesus went forth. That word went forth means to replenish. Y'all remember God say, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish? Y'all remember that word replenish? It means to redo. Take. Retake. And Genesis, I mean, and Jesus went forth. He replenished. And he saw a what? Remember? The word multiply means great multitude. Remember? Uh And he was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. See, within that multitude of greatness, God says, I'm going to allow your seed to possess the gates of your enemies. Your enemies is the things that's making you sick. Whether it be material things or material sickness or whatever, your enemies are those things that are keeping you from God. That's a sickness. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anything to keep you from God, car, husband, wife, I don't care, is a sickness that needs to be healed. Amen. A lot of y'all are going to mess around and go to hell because your husband or your wife won't come to church or your boyfriend or your girlfriend won't come to church and y'all uh, decide to stay there with them like an idiot. <laughs> you think I won't tell you the truth? You think I care about telling you the truth? I'm anointed to tell the truth. And if you got good sense, you'll be anointed to hear it. Amen? Am Amen. Amen. I in the house? Amen. So Jesus takes, uh huh. Don't play up in here. I'm up in here to get you right. So, 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 so he said, now he took this thing, he went for it, because some things got to be replenished in you. And verse 15 said, and when it was evening, that's your best day. I keep telling you that's your best state. Because the evening and the morning was the first day. Not the morning and the evening, but the evening. See, God, he continued to see you, not the way you see yourself, but the way he sees you is in your best state. Why? Because he said, I created you in the likeness of me and in the likeness of my image. That means I got to see you like I created you. I can't see you like you see yourself. Because you don't know enough about me, nor do you know enough about yourself to even see how you supposed to look about yourself. Amen. That's right. So the word of God goes on and it says here that, 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 that. and when the evening was coming, you best say his disciples came to him saying, This is a what kind of place? Uh oh. Didn't I tell y'all that the best seeds grow in the death? <laughs> <Come on, laughs> All you gotta do is the right rain gotta hit it. And it'll feed everything. All of a sudden, flowers, wait a minute. That was a desert. Not no more. Not no more. The right water hit it. Know, Let's move on. And when it was in, verse 15, disciples came to him saying, this is a desert place. See, be careful who you're letting talk to you. Amen. <laughs> Let me get up here. Be careful who you letting talk to you. Be careful who you got around you that's trying to get you to your next destination. Because Jesus saw the multitude with much wealth in them. The disciple couldn't see nothing but them being out in the desert. That's all, he, that's all they could see. see. Wrong folk will make you see the wrong thing. If you ain't strong enough, just stick to your gun. It's called persuasion. It's called a whispering and channel. Send them away. They ain't going to do right. No. I'm going to show you how to do them right. And if you don't do right, I got to show you how to do something right. You always talking about somebody else doing wrong. Look at you. Look at you. Are you going to, you know what I'm saying? Look at your own crazy life. Look at yourself. Try to talk. This book ain't designed for you to look at nobody else. It's designed for you to look at you. Get you right. You The Bible untold, you don't try to correct nobody until you yourself is corrected. That's what the book says. But we're always trying to correct somebody else and, think, and living like hell. Huh? Yeah. it gets get a little tight. We'll loosen up in a minute. Don't worry about it. Just hang in there. Keep coming back. That's what I always say. Keep coming back. You can't get it in one dose now. You know, I'll hurt you if I... <sighs> You see, but a little at a time, you'll you flip. Start bringing your gun up, and it'll be like the Baptists. they start shooting each other up in the church. You know what I'm saying? I always do that. I'll fight each other. Deacons are fighting and everything. Oh, let wait a minute. Anyway, just having fun. But it's true. Say that. This is a desert place. And the time is now past. See, that's another thing. The Bible says don't judge nothing before it's time. Now they don't judge it. Say the time is past. Oh, because it didn't look like they supposed, it, 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 it didn't look like they wanted it to look like. You see, there, there we go again. When people lives don't look like we want it to look like, then we're ready to send them to the village. <laughs> you know, we're sending them back to the world. That's what they say, saying, send them to the village. Well, watch you. But th- that they may go into the village and by themselves, victuals. Well, wait a minute. But look what Jesus said to them. They need not depart. Look what he told the disciple. And they thought Jesus was crazy. He said, give me, you know, where y'all feed them. Wait, wait a minute, what are you talking about? We got thousands of people out here. And we ain't got nothing but five loaves and two fish. And you talking about feeding them? And Jesus has the audacity. I told you, you know, God don't do things the way we do it. Jesus has the audacity to say, you feed them. What? And you're looking out there at all them folk, and they hungry and they looking crazy because you see a lot of craziness when you're up here. here. Any of y'all want to come up here and look just for a minute to see what I be seeing? Huh? And y'all wonder why I be running back up? Man, <laughs> See, I'm going back again. I'm going back again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, look what, so look what Jesus did here. He said, Lord, help us. He said, look here, give ye them to eat. And they said to him, we have here but five loaves, five is the number grace, and two fish. Two is the covenant between God and man. Fish represents the truth. So here's what we got. We've got the grace of God through his word, and we have our relationship in covenant with him, with the truth that it he said, That's what we got here now. That's what he's talking about here. Now watch this. And this is what he does. He does some stuff here. And they said unto him, we have but five loaves and two fish." And he said, bring them hither to me. See, here's the problem. What we're doing is we're taking and instead of bringing our victuals, our possessions that God, bless God anyway, instead of us bringing it to the Lord, you know, like Elijah, he told the widow, "Look, look here, look, make me a cake, her. Now they on their last leg, right? Uh-huh. Now the average person, mm, ain't got enough. But the man of God said, you know, he representing God now. The woman was about to die, had one little thing of flour and a crude oil left. He said, "Make me some." Just make me a cake and bring it to me first. Woman didn't say nothing; she obeyed. And then he put in business. Put in business. Didn't nothing ever run out. (laughs) Uh huh. He said, "And and watch, watch this now. Look what Jesus does. Jesus, he takes. If I forget where that is, y'all help me. Y'all know I'm a little senile." All right. Watch this. Jesus takes, and he said, bring them hither to me. That means bring the five uh, loaves and the two fish. Bring them to me. And he commanded. He didn't ask, but he commanded the what? The greatness in you. The greatness in you. Didn't we say the word multiply, multiple, all of, it? means greatness. So God speaks to the greatness in you. See, you've been looking at a whole bunch of folks. Sitting down in grass and stuff. And God said, yeah, I got him. He said that only certain people can hear and see the kingdom word. Everybody else just see church. But only a certain type of person can see the kingdom word. Only a certain kind of preacher can preach a kingdom. I mean a real kingdom word. I ain't talking about talk. I'm talking about going down in this thing and letting you see a vision within yourself that you need to see that's going to take you out of 10% all the way up to 100% of your usage of your mind and put you into the place of the I am. That I am. Because you can't hang out with him unless you become like him or you don't hear me. Right. You do not hear what I'm saying up in here. You're afraid. Be afraid of who you are. Don't be afraid as you go up the ladder and you go from a 10% to a 20% to a 30% to a 40%. do not be afraid to forget your humanity because you got to shed it off anyway. You got to shed off your, your man and become like God. You got to share that. That's what this is all about. That scares some. Oh, he blasphemed me. It's in the book. So I guess God is a lie. God said let God be true in every man a lie. So I'm not moved by none of that ignorant stuff. None of it. If I sound gross or callous, then so be it. I just tell it like it is. Because you need to, sometimes you just need to hear it rock. You just need to hear this thing rock. Or you can go up in them little old churches. Oh, you know God. You've seen them. And you you know all proper and ain't giving nothing. Pass around the the, the the plate five or six times, take your money. We do offering one time here, just one, once a, once every week, and that's for your good. And some of y'all ain't got sensitive know that that's why you're still broke. That's why you're still broke. Or you keep defying God. <laughs> you heard it before. Now, go ahead and hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> I don't care. Look at here. Verse 19 said, and he commanded, he didn't ask. He commanded this thing to sit down on the grass. The word grass means new growth. He won't. To. And to sit there means to dwell in it. See, you need to dwell in a new revelation. You need to dwell in a new growth within yourself. You've been going around that same mountain too long. Go ye northward. If you go around the same mountain, you get dizzy. Stare cra- huh? crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's wrong with church folk. They've been spent around so much that they stare crazy. they crazy they can be. How about that Holy Ghost feel? You feel with legion. You don't even know it. Legion got you hitting your head all up against the wall and stuff, and you're talking about his God. When God will make you hurt yourself? Oh, shut up. You better get away from that. you are laying hands on everything and them demons flying all over the place. They got to go somewhere. Right. You done called them out of one, they looking for something else, nothing. So whoever ain't right, hello, I'm here. I'm home! Because when you, when you drive that demon out, he got to go somewhere, right? He go looking, right? He go looking for a home. Now you got all of them up here laid out, and you, they flying all over the place. And you laying hands on it, and the Bible doesn't tell you, don't lay hands suddenly on no man, and don't be particular they seeing you up there like you've got an automatic weapon going on, and them demons just all in you. Not a preacher crazy, and if whatever the, the preacher is, the preacher crazy, everything else in there crazy too, because they following what he said. Huh? Because they all run how? Well, the crazy too. The crazy run down too. Now how you like me now? So, so the Word of God said, now watch what he does. He took five loaves and two fishes. Notice what he did with them. Did he look at them? In other words... He went into a hundred percent in his mind. He went a hundred percent. Then what did he do? Oh, he done what? Say that again. He blessed it, didn't he? What does blessed mean? He prospered it. Good God Almighty. Oh! Jesus! And then when he blessed it, what's the next thing he did? Somebody talk to me. Oh, it represents the fact that he was willing to share. Ah. Amen. See, that's another problem you got. You don't like to share with God. Oh, I'm going to stay down here this time. I'm, I ain't going to let y'all run me back up there. I'm going to put my Holy Ghost 45. I'm going to stay right here and I'm going to tell you the
1: truth. I'll tell you the truth.
0: He break it, didn't he? That means he's ready to share. Then watch what he did. He did what? He gave them what? He didn't keep it, but he started passing it out to them because he had to teach them how to share. Huh? Amen. Hey right. <laughs> God, Holy Ghost mean. You think he won't bust the thing wide over he will? So God Releases it to you to share. But instead of you doing that, what do you do? You go and buy yourself a new pair of shoes. Or your youngins a $100 pair of tennis shoes. Or you send them so well that you can't afford to send them like something crazy. Huh? I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help all of y'all. I don't care. You cut same time next week. I'm going to help you. Because y'all got to quit doing this to yourselves. You get the best counseling on Wednesday and Sunday morning. You get the best of it. Now start using it. So he takes it, he gives it to the disciples, and look what happened. The disciples obediently begin to But their mindset in the beginning was totally different. But now that mindset has changed. See, Because their mind has went from a temple center to another area. (laughs) They have changed, you know. And now they're doing what Jesus told them to do. They're passing it out. Now watch what happened. After they did it, all of them was filled. And what else took place? Twelve baskets of fragments was taken up. Twelve is the divine purpose of God. That means God's divine purpose was done with grace, the number five, five loaves. The grace that's in the Word and the covenant between the truth that is in the Word, you're in a relationship with it. Then the divine purpose of God is done
1: in your life.
0: Amen. 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 The numbers ain't there for nothing. You can't be seeing no basket, twelve baskets, you crazy. What what? That thing's hidden. That thing is hidden. That just like some okay, that's just like a woman with a pretty dress on, right? As long as you see the pretty dress, you don't see the real woman. You understand what I'm saying? You don't see it. Well, it's the same way with the word. You got to pull the sheet off it to know what you got. You understand what I'm saying? You got to pull the sheet off the Word. Because when you pull the sheet off the Word, the Word don't look like it do on top. That's the secret to the mystery. I'm trying to help you. It's a mystery. It's insanity to think that, you know, when the Lord say, pluck your eye out, and you create another to pluck your eye out. 'Cause you got a problem looking at stuff. No, you just need to make a covenant with your eye. That's how you pluck it out. Make a covenant like Job with mine eye that I would not think upon a handmaid. You know? You don't see this you don't see with this. You see with your mind. This ain't nothing but a vehicle. Your brain ain't your mind. Your brain is just a vehicle to your mind that it uses on this plane that we're on. You understand what I'm saying? He's trying to hit you on that too. Did y'all catch what Jesus did? You understand what Jesus did? Talking about the opening up of your mind. Experiencing some things. Talking about multiplication. making great. Go to Revelation. I ain't through with you. Got just a little bit more for you. Let's go to the back of the book. See if I can find it. If not, then I'll close. Over there. Seven. Look at the word. Revelation seven. I'm going to go through verse four through nine. All right. I got to run quick, so I'm going to run quick, y'all. Amen. Are we there? When you look down through, he said, I heard a number of them which were sealed. I'm going to say, I'm sealed. Nope. Many of them ain't. I heard one. Let me say it again. Let me hear you say, I'm sealed. I'm sealed. Amen. And I heard a number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children. Of First of all, you got to realize that you, or just as much a child of Israel than anybody else. That's the first thing you need to... He said, read the book. A Jew is not a Jew because of his outward appearance, but it's because of the circumcision of his heart. It's what's in him, the spirit. Galatians 2, verse 28 and 29 it says that there's no more Jew, no more Greek, which means Gentile. But we're all in Christ and we're one, right? If we're in Christ, we're one, 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 one. And there's no bond woman, no more free, none of that. We're all in Christ and we're one and we're Abraham or heirs, we're Abraham's seed and heirs to the promise. So, see, Jesus brought all this thing together. 11th chapter of Romans tells us that we've been grafted into the good olive tree. That means that we're all a part of this thing together now. I'm just as much as a Jew as anybody else because a Jew is a spiritual man. Amen? do y'all understand that because religion don't teach you right on this. Religion always got somebody else. Look here, you ain't going to take my heresy from me and give it to somebody else. You're a liar with your false doctrines. You're a liar. I know who I am in Christ. Says here. That 144,000 represents nine, the Christed man. Count the number. When you count it one plus zero plus zero, 144, one plus four plus four equals nine. When you add all the other numbers, it's still nine, right? When did Christ die? On the cross. On the ninth hour, he entered into paradise, right? It means Christed man. God's talking about the church here. Just go on down through that. I'm going to show you something here. I'm going to show you something here. If you don't teach this. We teach all this false stuff and call it uh, uh, canon. Canology. I call it lies. You got, in order to understand this word, you got to have the Holy Ghost in you. Amen. And you got to have, you got to put time in in this time. And you got to, you got to forget about all them commentaries, the bomb cliff and the, all the other kind of cliff. Get away from that stuff and get over here and say, God, I need you to show me what this thing is all about. Word of God says here, that, in verse 5, He said, Of the tribe of Judah, Judah mean praise. We're sealed 12,000. Didn't I tell you 12 is the divine purpose of God? And it's the divine purpose of God that you give praise to God? Amen? Amen? Amen. Because why is it the divine purpose of God that you give praise to God? Because Psalm 22:3 3 says that the Lord inhabits the praises of the children of Israel. So if you want God to inhabit you, you've got to give him praise. Got to. Uh And then there's Reuben, and then there's Gad, and you go all the way down here to Benjamin. I'm not going to go through all these, but Judah means praise. You start off in praise. That's God's divine purpose. Each one of these these, these, uh, names, these tribes, represents An aspect, a spiritual aspect inside of you. And it's God's divine purpose because they took 12 out of each one. It's God's divine purpose that you receive whatever spiritual aspect it is out of this. So that when you get all 12 of these, you become perfected. That's the divine purpose of God. That's how you become that part of that 144,000, which equals out to 9, which equals out to the Christed man, because as I told y'all before, you can take the 9, the Christed man. Exit by 2. 2 times 9 equals what? 18. Count the number 18. 1 plus 8 equals 9. There's another Christed man. Be fruitful and multiply. Okay, let's do it again. 3 times 9 equals what? 27. Count twenty-seven. Two plus seven equals? Now you got three, Christed man. Be fruitful and multiply. You can take any number. How much a hundred times nine? 900. 900. Nine hundred. Count nine hundred. Now you got a hundred, Christed. Do I need to go any further? You can go through infinity and come out with another one like the other one. Amen? Amen. Hey, come on. Them numbers ain't there for nothing. Them numbers there for a reason. Now watch this word now. Judah means praise. Go down here to the 12th one, Benjamin. Benjamin means the son of my right hand. We know that right hand represents the side that we receive from, right? But Benjamin also means prosperity. So we receive prosperity from God from the right side. That's the side where we receive from God. The right side, that's why Jesus is on he ain't on the left side. You don't want him to be on the left side. You want him to be on the right side. Because the right side is the side that we receive from God. See, he get it from God and pass it on to us. Better make sure you're on the right side. Better make sure you're on the right side. Things that joke you won't do up in here. Ain't no joke up in here. Now, verse 9 says, now watch this, we're talking about multiplication. Look at it. After this I beheld that lo of uh, what kind of multitude? Great multitude. There it is. Talking about that great multitude. See, we started out over here in Genesis, right? He said, now this is what I'm going to do. Be fruitful and multiply and become great, right? Now we're at the end of the book. Now it's a great month too. You see it? It says, great month too, which no man could number of how many nations? Wait a minute. If all mean all. So, what's this over here in this little corner? Mm-mm. He said, now, all, they came from all nations. That means it don't make no difference what your agnosticity is. If you believe in Christ, you're a Jew. All nations. Look, look at the word. Look at the word. Look at the word. It's real. This, this is the word of God. This is the word of God. All nations. All what? Black, white, blue, green. It don't matter. Huh? And what people? And tongues, because they don't talk like you don't mean nothing. Is how they believe that matters. And they where do they stand? Ooh. And before the who? What was they clothed with? White robes and palms. And oh, y'all it. see okay. There it is. There it is. All nations. Nobody was excluded. The Bible say in the Book of Revelation, whosoever will, let him come. I'm, I'm preaching word up in here to you. Amen. Go read Romans, cause I'm gonna show y'all. I got to show y'all because see, y'all might think I tried to slip a Mickey on on you, but I didn't. But some of y'all, I just got to make sure that y'all don't leave out of here uh, confused, cause you know it's easy to confuse Christian folk, especially when they already got their preconceived ideas about things. Over there, Romans 2, verse, watch this, verses 28 and 29. Over there, Romans 2, 28 and 29. What's that first word there for? He is not a what? In other words, he ain't no Jew, which is one outwardly. That means that land mass ain't got nothing to do with it. That's an outward appearance. Okay? Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh, but a Jew. But he is a Jew, which is one where? saying It's all about what's inside of you. And circumcision is that of the what? In the what? Oh, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. I ain't finished with you yet. Go to Galatians. No, you, you, you take these scriptures down. Go back and study. Don't let the devil tell a lie to you about who you are. He's a He He's a liar from the beginning. He never abode in the truth. Say amen when you get there. Look at uh, three Galatians 3, verse 28 and 29 over there. Galatians 3, verse 28 and verse 29. You look at this. You look at this now, over there, Galatians three verse 28 and twenty nine. There is neither Jew nor Greek. He broke the wall down right there. That means no Jew nor Gentile. That word Greek means Gentile. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female in the kingdom, for ye are all one in who. That's what it say, right? And if ye be Christ, watch this, then ye are whose seed? And heirs according to the what? Are you willing and ready now to give your right away? Are you willing to sell your birthright like Esau? Well, are you? So so are you a Jew or not? Some of them still don't know what they are. I said, are you a Jew or not? The word just told you what you are. You still scared over your mouth. You know why? Because you ain't got no confidence. You ain't got no confidence who you are. And that's what we're doing here. We're trying to teach you confidence. You sit back and you you scared. And you God can't use a coward. You got to know who you are. Amen. When you go to war, you gotta know that you're a soldier of God. When you go to war, you can't sit back mealy-mouthed, not knowing who you are. And the Word done already told you who you are. If, you, if the Word said, you ought to believe what the Word say. If the Word said, you ought not have a problem believing what the Word say. It is the Word of God that saves you. It's not your nationality. It's not where you come from. It's not your finances. It's not the clothes you wear. It's none of that. It's all about the Word. Somebody I need a word up in here. Sitting like we're scared. How am I going to lead an army of cowards? We're at war with the enemy. And we're willing to sell our birthright and let somebody else have it. And the Bible that I just told you if you're in Christ. The promise belonged to you. Did it say it? Amen. And it used Abraham, did it not? By God, Abraham was a heathen. Abraham was a child then. He came out of the land of she- He worshipped stars. He was a heathen. But the Bible say that the gospel was preached to him. And he believed. And because he believed, he became a friend of God. And so will we. If we believe this thing. And through that heathen. Because of his faith. He became the father. Of us all. Both Jews and Gentiles alike. Through a heathen. Not through a Jew, but through a heathen. But because the heathen believed, he became a Jew. Because you believe, you became a Jew. You got to understand who you are. Quit walking around here like you don't know who you are. I don't like cowards. I got a problem with trying to go to war with a coward. I got a problem with it. Know who they are. You come here every day, every week. You come here. You get to you. you get to know who you are. Who you live out here? Any question about who you are, huh? No whiskey. In question, do you believe the word? Amen. Who reported you believe? The report of the Lord. What well, the Lord just told you. Revelation 19. 11 through 14 and we're out of here. Talk about multiplication. Watch this. We're going into 100% now. This is what's going to happen. Now watch this. Revelation 19. Over there. Uh-huh. Revelation 19 verse 11 through 14. Amen? Getting hot in here. <laughs> Says here, and I saw what open? 100%. Somebody say 100%. 100%. What I mean by that is your mind done open up 100% now. The question is, where'd she go? She said, she said I'm everywhere. I am everywhere. See, you done reached that now. Watch this is the back of the book, y'all. And I saw heaven open. Ooh, I like that. And behold, a white horse, in other words, the power of God, was now clearly seen. White represents transparent. It's clearly seen. You see? You ain't human no more. Things don't change now. You've been, you've, been, you've been turned into what we call a God-man now. You're just like Jesus. Jesus was God-man. He came to show us the way. Right? That's right. That's right. Okay. Same process he went through, we go through. Now, Bible says that, 19, verse 11. And I saw heaven over, and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon it was called faithful and true. You can believe it. And in righteousness he does judge and do what? Does he sit back and do nothing? Does he sit back and say, I don't know who I am. I don't think I'm supposed to get on this white horse. Does he do that? He, he get on that thing and act like he know who he is, don't he? Watch this. Watch this. His eyes were the flame of fire, and his head were many crowns, boy. Pure rulership. And he had a name written that no man, say no man, no man. knew but he himself, no man knew. Didn't I tell y'all before that nobody knows the name of God? Didn't I tell y'all that? Amen. And some of y'all try to act like y'all knew the name. You don't know no name of God. I told you what's in the book. The book just said no man, huh? Say it. You don't know no name of God. Probably run around and talk about Yahweh, Yahweh. That ain't his name. That's just the one they use down here. Yeah <laughs> come on up Watch this verse thirteen and he was clothed look what he was clothed in with a vesture dipped in what? Love. Oh that nasty I mean somebody to get killed Ooh. Oh but you know Jesus he's such a loving God this man is dipped in blood and he coming to make war. He came as a lamb. He coming back as a lion. Got it? Yeah, okay. All right. Now you sure you ready for Jesus? You sure or are you a positive that you want to see your Jesus? Well, it's okay. Now if you're in the right standing with him now, but you better be right. You better be right. The Bible says he was clothed in a vesture dipped in blood and his name was called the Word of God. Good God Almighty. John 12, 48, say these words that I speak to you, they'll be the very same one to judge you in the last day. Oh my God, if you don't want to believe me now, you will believe me later. (laughs) The Word of God ain't nothing but the Word. Somebody say nothing but the Word. Nothing but the Word. Nothing but the Word. Nothing but the Word. word. Spinning that head today. I see him rubbing. <laughs> Spinning that head today. Watch 14. Here we go. This is us, y'all. Somebody say 100%. percent Oh, we don't reach it now. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon a white horse. Clothed in what? White, white and clean. That's us. Enoch. The book of Enoch. book of Jude. Last verse. Book of Jude, verse 14. Did Jude, uh, Enoch saw this way back in Genesis. Over there? Eden, uh, Jude, the 14th verse. Ain't but, don't, ain't but one chapter to Jude, y'all. So just look for the 14th verse, okay? Just say, Jude, fourteen. And Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, prophesied in these, saying, "Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of His saints." Ain't that what he's doing when he on that horse over there? He, didn't it say that the saints, they were clothed in linen, they were behind him, and what were they coming to do? The meet him They were coming to make war. They coming to kill, huh? No, 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 no. You can't get in there. If you ain't got the right clothes on, they'll escort you up out of there. Right? You remember Jesus said, how'd you get in here? How'd you get to the banquet? You got escorted out of there. You know? You can't just get up in there any kind of way now. You know? So we got to understand what God is trying to tell us up in here. People, let me tell you something. There's going to come a point where we go. He said, from faith to faith, to glory to glory. As we go from one dimension to another dimension. Our brain opens up. Our mind becomes more and more like Christ. As it becomes more and more like Christ, we you we lose, begin to lose all our human attributes. That's why Enoch, he walked with God so close until they didn't see him no more. He got 100% hit him and he left. Now, what we do is, just like we see now, each other, On the level, on the 10% level, on the 100% level, we go off into another dimension, the highest of the dimensions. And guess what? We'll still see what we need to see that's on that plane. Just as good as we see it now. You got to step it.
2: And operating below ten percent. I forgot to go get the CDs, so that means you won't get a CD. So whatever that God, it will be on. Uh, I got computers, or you can get on your cell, on your cell phone. Yeah. Dot sermon. Not TV. Yeah. You can get it that way, but to physically hand you that CD, now forgive me for that, because I forgot to go get it, and Chair Deacon had to remind me this morning that we didn't have it. Uh, I don't know how long it had taken to do DVDs, but, okay, this, uh, anybody would like to have a DVD, oh, those hands really went up, okay, a DVD, okay, okay, one, give me your hands again, please, one, two, three, four, five, okay. All right, uh, Chair 5, DVD, 6, sir, 7. Okay, thank you. He counted 7. Make sure you remain behind to get your, your DVD because that was such a powerful word. It takes going back to review what God has said. And, you know, it is true. We only operate on 10% of our brain, And just think about it. If we, through the Spirit of God, Allow the Lord to let us go beyond that. It's amazing. Because we came here as spiritual beings. We just have to take on human flesh. When we leave here, we're going to lose this human flesh and take on our original identity as we were in spirit. That's heavy. That's heavy. And sometimes we don't, we don't grasp what God is doing. But I tell you, it comes a time when we have to accept what the Word says. And I tell you, it is, the word is powerful. I, 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 I hunger and I thirst for every bit of it. I love for my mind to just open up. And I, I want to know. I, I want to know more. I, mean, I don't know about y'all, but at one point in my life, I, 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 I received certain teachings and what we call them was first truth. And a lot of those first truths wasn't true truth. You know, it wasn't the truth. But when I actually began to dig in that word for myself and found a lot of those things that were taught, they're not even in the book. So then I had to make a choice. Either I was going to believe what the book said, which is God's word, or I'm going to believe what I've been taught. So, you know, when you believe what God has taught you, then sometimes you walk by yourself because folk don't believe, don't want to believe the word. And so it's okay to walk by yourself as long as you walk with Jesus. (laughs) And that's all that matters to me. But I, I, And you can travel. I'm telling you, you can go on a journey in that book now. You can go on a journey. But I think and praise God that, that that's just a powerful word. So go back, play it over and over. If you got to stop it, you know, just, just say to the Lord, Lord, I want, I want beyond. I want to go beyond that what's been given to me now. I want to lose myself in God to get it all. Because, see, when we can't become shedding away this human thing, I mean, it's just emotion, emotions we will going to have, some desires we don't have, you know. It's amazing. So I, I, I want to go beyond that. I, I, I really do. So, you know, that's me. That's what I want. Not that I praise God for that. But uh, we, we thank and praise God. Once again, we thank God for all of you. Uh, we, uh, what we do what like to say this, Minister Melvin. Uh, uh, we saw him on yesterday. Uh, he was one of our uh, cameramen that was that, in the media. He is in the hospital, they had to amputate his leg on Wednesday afternoon, and uh, we would like to say to you to continue to pray for him. Uh, he uh, had been treated for some things before, and they found out it was the wrong diagnosis, that's why you got to test well. You got, you got to know that you know, and it's always good with 2nd, 3rd screening, whatever. But uh, he ended up wearing, uh, and they finally realized what was really going on with him, it was really too late. To and uh, they had to have the well, that's So we want to lift him up in prayer. He's in room 554. It's probably regional. Uh, last night, he was in good spirits. So uh, continue to, to pray for him. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, you don't never know. Today we're healthy. Tomorrow, you know, we just don't know. But the main thing, I'd rather go in with Miss Malim, along with God now, than to take everything and, and I'm I'm down there with the wrong people. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I just praise God. So y'all continue to pray for him. Do we have any more prayer requests? Because we're going to stand and we're going to be dismissed because I want that word soaked that the word is what we need to leave here within our mind. Any any prayer request. I seem uh, look at Mrs. Fields. Uh, okay. What's the last name? Mars. Mars. Okay. Well, I'm just a little, young man, a little gentleman. Too much to us we're gonna stand so we can have dangerousness yeah. now remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have time to thank everybody for the appreciation that gives everything. It took a minute for it to settle in. You know there's a lot of things going on in the but I do want to thank all of y'all for
1: being you know, here. You know, I appreciate you.
0: you, really do know what you know, I haven't had a chance to play with But I haven't forgot. Just that I'm be rolling sometimes so fast. So you know, you know, I and mean, I And mean, Thank you,
2: Lillian. Let's thank and praise God for her. Amen. 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 And it's good. Praise God. Thank the thank And it's good to see Sister Crystal's husband with us today. Come on, y'all. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for Sister Crystal's husband being with us today. Amen. 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 All right. We're going we're gonna to go before the Lord in, in, in prayer. Let's pray. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, we come humble before you. And God, we thank you, Lord God, for speaking to our hearts and to our spirits, Lord, and God, we cannot begin to even address to you or tell you how thankful that we are. We thank you, Lord God, for unveiling the the mysteries to your word, God. And God, we know that that, that when you release your word, that that seed begins to germinate within us, God, and you begin to show us even more, God. So, Father God, we pray in Jesus' name that we will open ourselves up to your Holy Spirit and allow him to, to teach us even the more, God. And then don't be afraid of what you show us, Lord God. God, we thank you for that, God. We thank you, Lord God, because you, you chose us to, 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 to speak to us and to uh, uh, allow us to, to hear what the Spirit had to say. And then, God, we thank you, God, because we believe that the obedient Spirit, God, will receive your word. But, God, we know that there is another level in you, God, that is made available to us, God. All we got to do is, is surrender to, to yield ourselves into your spirit, God. And, God, we thank you right now, God. We thank you, God, for the transformation of your people that will take place, God. And now, Lord, God, let not one word fall to the ground, God. And, Lord, we thank you for it right now, God. And, God, we know, God, in the name of Jesus, that, Father, God, that, 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 that there are those that are, have been sick among us, God. And we know, Father God, that you have placed them on their hearts, God, and there are many prayer requests, Lord. God, there's this thing that calls cancer, God, that seems to be rapid, God, throughout the earth, God. But, God, we look to you, God, for we know that you are the great physician. You are the healer, God. And there's nothing impossible with you, God. Father, we've seen you heal stage four cancer, God. We witness it, God. So, God, we know it's, you can do it, God. We know that it's not impossible with you, God. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, those parties, those names, God, that were called out, God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, God, that that you move upon the scene, God, and you go out throughout the bodies, God, and you bring about change. But, God, we ask in the name of Jesus, most of all, God, that they don't know you, God. Help them come to know who you are, God. And, God, we thank you for it right now, God. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus that... You will remember those families, Lord God, who have lost loved ones, God. But God, help us and help us to be reminded that whatever we're going to do, God, we need to do it on this side of the river, Father God. But God, your word has said it. You said the former things we will not remember, God. So God, help us to do those things on this side, God. So, God, when we be able to go on the other side and take on that new form, God, going back to that spirit man, God, God, we can't undo or wish we had said, God, those things that we should have said on this side of the river, God. But, Father, God, we thank him right now, God. So bring comfort to that family, God. But most of all, God, bring salvation out of that that death lord god for god that's just a transition god going over on to the other side father we thank you for it now god we pray father god for the lady that's in hospice god but god you ask we ask lord god in the name of jesus that as she lies that god help her to commune with you god let that transition be easy god let her crossover be easy